Thanks for tuning in to the teaching ministry of Mike Hilson, Senior Pastor of New Life Wesleyan Church of Plata, Maryland, a church that plants churches, and of Where You Are Church, an online church helping people reconnect with God through practical content and a growing community. We're glad you're taking the time to listen to this week's message. We hope that this teaching helps you love God and love people better every day. If you enjoy what you hear today, consider sharing it with someone else. Now enjoy today's teaching. Now, today we're going to start a new series, and it's going to be called How to Fight. Here's what I need us to understand before we jump into this. Yes, it is true that Christians should live a life of peace and unity with people, the Bible says, as much as is possible. We should constantly be striving to be in a place of unity, a place of peace, a place of of rest, a, a place of healing with people. That should be our constant default position. But the truth is, broken society will never allow us to do that at all times. All of us will face moments when we have to fight for what we believe in, fight for what is what we are supposed to be allowed to do, fight for our church, fight for our our theology, fight for our doctrine. There are moments we're going to have to do all this. Fight for our God at times because quite frankly, I'm just to be honest and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get political or anything, but a lot of portions of our society are just trying to shove the idea of God out the door and you're just not supposed to talk about it at all. It's not supposed to be anywhere in your conversation. We have to sometimes fight to bring that apart bring that out. But the truth is, how do you do that? How do we do that? How do we fight as followers of Jesus? Because we all know that Jesus didn't fight, or did he? Jesus did win the battle, the fight of words, and the battle and fight of ideas. He won that battle against the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the teachers of the law. He actually even won that battle when he came up in front of Pilate, the the Roman governor that was there. He won that battle with the soldier that was standing at the foot of the cross the day he died. He won the fight for the minds and the thinking of people. Now, in the end, you might say, well, but that's not really a fight, but it is. I think, honestly, what we've got to do is understand how do we approach situations where our our rights are being violated, where our theology is being pushed out, where our thinking is being pushed aside, where our our God is being is being spoken poorly of. How do we fight in those moments? And we're going to do this by looking at a number of examples, and some of them are positive examples, and some of them are not positive examples. Today's example is not a positive one. We're going to be in Judges. I'm going to spend most of my time in Judges chapter 16, uh, but but we're also going to look through Judges chapter 14, 15. We're going to reference back to those as well, because in Judges 14 through 16, you get the story of a man named Samson. Now, Samson was a great fighter. Samson was uh, was powerful. He was strong. He was he was over the top. He was man's man, built, cut, could fight. Look, there's a story in here in chapter 15 of him killing a thousand Philistines, a thousand other men's men with the jawbone of a donkey. This dude was bad. There's a story in here of him ripping a lion in half by ripping its mouth apart and killing the lion with his bare hands. There are all kinds of stories in here of him just 
being a bad man. I mean, he was a fighter. He could straight up fight. But the problem is he spent his whole life in a broken state because he did it wrong. He constantly went about it wrong. I want to say to you, just to launch into this, when we are fighting, when we are in a battle, when we are in a struggle for our, for our theology, for our God, for our rights, for all of these things, what we must never do is fight based solely on our feelings. I need you to understand that feelings, emotions, will send you in wrong directions. Feelings and emotions will leave you unable to win the fight that's in front of you. And Samson constantly reacts out of emotions and out of feelings. In fact, if you if you look at uh, Samson in chapter 14, in chapter 14, he, he his first marriage, he and he, but there are a couple of them, but his first marriage is to, he goes to his mom and dad and he says, I, I like the look of this Philistine woman. That's literally the way it says. She looks good to me. Get her for me. She She's the right one for me. He's he's convinced she's the right one. Now, mom and dad are saying, you need to, you need to marry somebody from the Israel Israelites, somebody from our nation. And in the ancient times, you got to understand this. Don't, 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 don't hear this wrong and don't hold this to a modern standard because the modern standard doesn't apply. Uh, because in ancient times, you married within your group because you were often at war with other groups of people. And often the Israelites were at war with the Philistines. And in this moment, the Philistines are dominating. They are the oppressors oppressing the Israelites at this moment in this story. And so he is going to marry, he, he is demanding the right to marry a woman from the group that is oppressing his own people. In an ancient culture, this is a rejection of your own people. This is a rejection of who you are. He literally loses identity when he goes out and insists on marrying a Philistine woman. Now, God's going to use this. The Bible's very clear that God's going to use this, but it's still a wrong decision. He is acting out of his emotions. He, he, he faces a moment here where he creates instability. He creates, he creates a lack of safety for himself and his wife by having some uh, silly riddle because he thought it would be funny in a moment to to stump all the people in the village with the riddle. Well, they're threatening to burn his wife alive in her father's house if she doesn't find out the answer to the riddle for them. I mean, folks, this is messed up. So you need to understand a few things about when you try to fight with um, with feelings. When you, when you rely on feelings, you end up in the wrong place. First thing I want you to understand is exactly what I just said. When you try to rely on feelings, you end up lacking safety. You end up being unsafe. You, you're unsafe for yourself and you're unsafe for everybody else around you. You might say, well, I could take care of myself. Well, Samson certainly could. And and once he, once he lost this riddle, this bet, because he did tell his wife and he then left her behind and went back home to his mom and dad. He, he killed 30 men. He left her there with the, with the Philistines. He ruined his marriage. All of that happened because he decided to, to chase his feelings instead of what was right. Then one day he felt like, you know what? I'm going to go back and get my wife. So in chapter 15, he goes back to get his wife. Well, here's the problem. He left her there 
and said he didn't want anything to do with her. So her dad gives her in marriage to somebody else. She's now married to someone else. Now he's mad because the dad gave her to someone else to be married, even though he left her. He's mad because they they acted on what he did. It's not rational. He's going with his feelings. So what does he do? He ties torches to the tails of foxes and, and, and releases the foxes in the wheat fields of, uh, of the Philistines. Y'all, this is mass murder. You have to understand in an ancient culture, if you burn down somebody's wheat fields, the entire village, everybody in the town that's depending on that food is now going to starve. So this is a threat of mass murder that he's put up. This is not a good guy. Samson's just not a good guy. And so here he is making all the, he's just by his emotions does this. So you know what happens? Sure. You say, well, Samson could take care of himself. He can. But the Philistines to get revenge on Samson for burning down their wheat fields, burn to death his wife and her father. So they weren't safe because of his emotional outbursts. You lack safety when you act out of feelings. Now, all of that happens, right? You would think he would figure it out. He goes, uh, there's a story in the beginning of chapter 16 where he he spends the night with a prostitute and everybody in the town is going to trap him in town. And of course he could take care of himself, but he breaks down the he breaks down the gates of the city, carries them to the top of a hill. It's pretty impressive, all of this. But here's the problem. He keeps making the same mistake. His next true love, his next great love is a woman named Delilah. And she is a lot like his first wife. He lacks discernment. That's the second thing I want you to know. When you chase after, when you try to fight with your feelings, you lack safety for yourself and those around you. And you lack discernment. So he begins to go after her. Now, the Philistines want to get him. So they come to Delilah and they say, hey, we'll pay you if, you don't, if you'll help us figure out how to trap him. How can we take away his strength? Now, Delilah, you might say Delilah's just taking the money and running, and probably she is, but she also knows the story of what they did to his first wife. So she knows full well if she doesn't give them what they want, they're liable to kill her in some horrific way. And so she's going to do what they want. And so she begins, he has the lack of discernment to go find somebody else like his first wife. And then she begins to ask him questions. Hey, what's the secret of your strength? He, he, gives, he gives an answer. She tells the Philistines they try it and it doesn't work because he lied to her. But wait, time out. She asked him how he could be made weak. She did the thing to him that was supposed to make him weak. And then the Philistines come in to capture him because she did the thing to him that was supposed to make him weak. And what does he do? He goes back to her. He goes back. It happens again. And it happens again. Listen to me. When you make decisions, when you fight based on your feelings, based on your emotions, you lack safety for yourself and others. You lack discernment and you lack wisdom. How much wisdom does it take to say, this chick is selling me out. I got to get out of here. I got to quit telling her things. Instead, she nags him. He stays and she nags him to the point that he actually gives her the answer. If you cut the hair of my head, my hair's never been cut. If you cut my hair, then I'll be as weak as any other man. So you know what she does? She shaves his head. And all of a sudden, he's as weak as anybody else. Watch. When you chase, when you try to fight with feelings, you end up lacking safety for yourself and others. You lack discernment as you look at the world. You lack wisdom. You'll do things that are just stupid. 
And in the end, you will lack strength. You will lose your strength to this because the, God, God has given you, God has given you discernment. He's given you wisdom. He's given you a way to think through the world. And when you refuse to look at the world and think through it the way God showed you to, you will eventually lack the strength that God gives you. He is then bound and he's thrown in jail. Watch, I want you to see this. You'll lack safety for yourself and others. You'll lack discernment, you'll lack wisdom, you'll lack strength. And when all of that happens, you will lack options. You won't have any options to go with. You'll simply be trapped inside of your own poor choices. And that's where Samson was. The Bible says that uh, the Philistines were going to have a, a feast to their god, Dagon. And so they brought Samson out because they wanted to display him to show their strength and their power. They tied him to two posts in the center of their temple. And they, they made fun of him. He was, he, was, he was basically the entertainment. But the Bible gives us a verse here that I want to key on. It's chapter 16, verse 22. It says, but the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. I want you to understand something. Fighting with feelings, you'll lack safety. You'll lack discernment. You'll lack wisdom. You'll lack strength. You'll ultimately lack options. But you will never lack hope because we serve a God of grace. God allowed the hair on his head to start growing again, which means his strength came back. Now, in the end, he had enough strength to push over those pillars, and the entire temple came crashing down on him and all of the Philistines that were gathered there. He killed more in his death than he ever had in his life. Great story, right? But his lack of discernment, his lack of wisdom, his lack of strength, his lack of options, ultimately killed him. I need you to understand, trying to fight your battle just by how you feel will ultimately take away your options, your strength, your wisdom, your discernment, and it can, op it, it can actually end up taking away your life or taking away the significant impact your life is supposed to have. How much more could Samson have done if he had followed God properly. What, what great story could we have instead of this one if he had followed God properly? When my kids were younger, they would play football. And um, I remember in junior high school, one of my kids came to me and was playing football and he says, I have to play angry, Dad. And I was like, what? Why do you have to play angry? Well, that's the way you do it. You got to play angry. And I went, no, you can't play angry. He said, why? I said, because if you play angry, you won't play safe and you won't play smart. If you play angry, you'll hurt yourself or you hurt somebody else. If you play angry, you'll do things that'll cost your, your, your team the game. You can't play angry. You got to play smart. When you're chasing your emotions, when you're chasing your feelings, you're playing angry. But you're not playing smart. God's called us to fight, but fight with wisdom and fight the way he shows us to, not just chasing our feelings, but following our God. Pray with me. Holy Spirit, right now, I think I, I, I pray that you would show us, every single one of us, show us in our life any area where we're just, we're just chasing feelings, where we're ending up lost, Lord, inside of the emotions that we have about a certain thing or a certain situation. Don't allow us, Lord, don't allow us to be so caught up in our emotions that we can't have discernment. 
Don't allow us, Lord, to create a scenario in our lives where we create a lack of safety for ourselves or for anyone else that we love. Lord, don't allow us to lack wisdom. Don't, don't allow us to lose our strength. Instead, Lord, let us stay so close to you and follow your word and your way and your will that, Lord, we fight the right way. Lord, you will use us no matter what. But I pray that you would allow us to use us in our wisdom, our strength, and our discernment to create a safe world around us and those we love. Let us fight the right way, and we'll give you praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We hope that this resource helped you in your journey towards loving God and loving people better every day. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. Lastly, we just wanted to give a special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this is possible. If you'd like to learn more about how to partner with us financially, please click the give for more information. We appreciate anything you can do to help. Thanks for being a member of our online family. We love serving Jesus with you.